Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. It's going to take a lot of love to keep Trey from putting his foot through this computer this morning. That's what it's going to take. (laughs) That is an accurate statement. (laughs) That is an accurate statement. Uh, It is Monday, guys. So glad you're joining us. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I had a fantastic weekend. Uh, It was good. Photos look cool. It was fun. Had a fun week. It was a whirlwind, but it was a lot of fun. Did some fun things and stayed up in the mountains and, and then hightailed at home yesterday so it was good hopefully the computers are going to cooperate with us this morning we had uh, a really cute critter on the computer i don't know what he was but i liked him he was really cute i think it was a a ferret a ferret oh was it a ferret his nose wasn't pointing enough for a you know i have a ferret trauma from teenage years Uh one ran up my jeans and yeah, it was like a little PTSD with that one. Did you ever watch Phineas and Ferb? Did your kids watch Phineas and Ferb? Phineas and Ferb? No, I don't okay. think they did. There's like a There's thing a about ferret s- on there. No, no. They had squirrels in my pants. It was an episode. Oh, okay. That, and so there's right. like a song based off of that. And- well, a ferret will tear your leg up. I won't tell you how I know. All right. Here's your thought of the day for this Monday. The most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. Yes, I would agree with that. 434-248-0704. That's our text number. Please play along as we're doing our Mind Jam trivia this morning. Today is a very special day for Trey and many others as it is National Stuffing Day. And we want you to tell us, according to the International Culinary Institute, what is the best bread to use for stuffing? 434 248 0704 what is the best bread so, to use for stuffing so like i know it's like day old bread but is it like a you're looking like wheat bread rye bread like that i don't know and you only get one guess so yeah so <laughs> yeah choose, choose um, careful yeah i'm gonna have one guess <laughs> yeah really that doesn't work that way he starts guessing at the beginning of the show and doesn't end until i give Actually, him an answer i guess when i start to hear the question and when I'm editing in, in the morning. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, that's our question this morning because it is National Stuffing Day. So, a day of celebration. Uh, on this day in history, in 1968, this jewel gets created and released by the Supremes and the Temptations. What a great song this is. I'm going to make you love me. Who doesn't fall in love with Diana Ross? That was a big hit for them and quite the combination when they joined forces together. On this day in 1976, the movie Rocky is uh, 
produced. It is starring, of course, Sylvester Stallone. It premieres in New York, and it is the best picture in 1977. I will tell you, I have fallen in love with Sylvester Stallone all over again. Actually, I was never really in love with Sylvester Stallone until Tulsa Kings. I'm about to go rocky on this computer, so... <laughs> so it could happen. Oh, maybe the song isn't a good idea then. I love... Uh, it's a great movie. It's supposed to inspire you. We're good. We're All back. Right. Okay. It appears we're back. We'll see. All right. Well, uh, second episode of Tulsa King came out this weekend, and oh my gosh, it's so good. We love it so much. In 1989, on this day in history, the law banning smoking on most domestic flights is signed by U.S. President George H.W. Bush. What took so long? I can't believe they were puffing it up on airplanes. I don't guess I ever had flown on a plane where they could smoke, so I don't really remember that time frame. But there was a day. I remember seeing in movies the no smoking sign popping up on the plane. Ding! There it was. Wouldn't want to be on a a little metal tube with people smoking. That would not be a good idea. Uh, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. You share it with some pretty famous people. Actress Goldie Hawn, she's turning 76 years old. Of course, she got her start on Laugh-In. Here's Goldie explaining time changes on Laugh-In. There are four time zones in the United States. For instance, if you're having lunch in Chicago, it's breakfast time in California. Of course, if you're in Chicago, you wouldn't feel like breakfast if you're from California because you've just had lunch. However, those living in New York, it's dinner time while we're still eating lunch here in California, which means the time is totally different as in the menu. All of this is caused by the sun, which cannot be everywhere, you know. Otherwise, it would never be night. We'd never know when to eat dinner. Well, in my time zone, that's all the time I have, but maybe in your time zone, I haven't finished yet. So stay tuned. She made so much money out of being the dumb blonde, of which she really isn't in real life, of course. A TV host, Michael Strahan, is having a birthday today. TV host, that's what you call him? Not NFL Hall of Famer? No. Single season sack king? No. Super Bowl champion? It's not what he's doing now. He's a TV host. Yeah, but that's why he got the job he got. really, really good at it. I agree. Well, he's not a sports host, though. Yes, he is. He hosts... Um, well, but I mean, he is on Good Morning... He's on Good Morning America. Yeah, he also, he, but he, he also hosts pregame for Fox. Whatever. He's 50 today. He's 50. 50. 50 today. And he's very good, apparently, at a lot of things. So there you go. Uh, singer Livingston Taylor is turning 71 years old today. Now, Livingston, not as successful as his brother James but he had a hit or two and he sounds just like his brother which is really crazy but not the writer that his brother is I think that's perhaps why he wasn't quite as successful as his brother was Uh, also having a birthday today is Marlo Thomas she is turning 84 years old of course probably best known as being that girl there you go that girl never watched it I think that was really before my time and she always kind of hit me as who came first that girl or Mary Tyler Moore I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me that. Uh, Actress Nicolette Sheridan is having a birthday today. She is turning 58 years old. And then Stephen Curtis Chapman also having a birthday today. 
a very successful Christian singer. He is turning 59. So having some fun with our Mind Jam trivia today. Now, today is National Stuffing Day. And I would say that is probably, that's probably my kid's most favorite part of Thanksgiving. Oh, I love stuffing. Is stuffing. And I think it's probably safe to say that that's your favorite. Yeah. I mean, I can eat. It's like right up there. If you, I know like the homemade stuffing is the best, but like even the stovetop where you put in the bowl. Still not bad. I will eat that thing out of the pot. (laughs) (laughs) My son Bryce gets his own pan. That's how much he loves stuffing. But um, yeah, even the. Even the the other kind isn't too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, So lots of guesses. We wanted to know, according to the International Culinary Institute, what is the best bread for stuffing? Uh, Some people said whole wheat. Some people said uh, French bread. Um, We had cornbread guess. Ooh. As... uh, Now, you throw cornbread on the table. Well, I like to do a mixture of all of them. Mm. You know, but although Renee says she doesn't agree. Getting me hungry at six o'clock yeah. in the morning. But people around here say it's their favorite. I like, just don't do exclusively cornbread, Renee. If you if you mix in a little cornbread with the others, I think it's really good. Nick says sourdough. People are very opinionated about their uh, about All right, their so stuffing. it's an actual type of bread. Because I know like most of these things, like you want it to be like a day old or something, like a little bit. Mm-hmm. dry instead mm-hmm. of like regular bread okay well we're gonna have the answer coming up in the meantime we'll listen to a little bit of our birthday boy Stephen curtis chapman turning 59 years old today hope you're having a great start to your monday so far thanks for listening to the morning jam Start your mornings on the right foot and listen to the Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Good morning, guys. Hope you're having a great Monday so far. It is uh, Thanksgiving week, so we're in the final countdown, guys. And it's uh, International, or not International, but National Stuffing Day, which is interesting because, you know, that's not until Thursday. But that's okay. A lot of people are very opinionated about what makes the best stuffing. We wanted to know, according to the International Culinary Institute, what is the best bread for stuffing. We had everything from sourdough to French bread, whole wheat, everything. Cornbread was the guess. Um, And then Renee said she prefers sourdough, but she's going to try the the combo is good, girl. It's a good thing. Uh, The answer we were looking for was Italian bread. Stale white bread. Ah, I was close. Mm. You were close. You were closer than the guesses because you Cause did specifically like, say it was day old bread. Day old bread, right? Okay. Yeah, it does have to be stale bread because that absorbs See, that's all why the I flavors. Asked you the question. Mm-hmm. I was at trying to figure. Like that's why I was prodding. Mm-hmm. But good, yes. good job. <laughs> yeah. So we had to kind of keep that. I used my grand journalism school skills to try to you know investigate. So arguably. Whatever your, I guess, preference is, as long as it's as long as it's dried. I use the mix kind. I like to like to mix it up a little bit and uh, have a little bit of everything in there. And I think that's really good that way. I will be sharing my recipe for stuffing. This is love, folks. Let me tell you, uh, coming up with five and done. 
I'll be sharing all my secrets with you. So there. See, this is a day you should have brought it in so I could test it. <laughs> well, you know, if you're But you know, you know what this is like. I mean, everybody yeah. knows what it's like the week of Thanksgiving. It's hectic. Everybody's yeah. like, oh, mom, I'm hungry. And it's like, you're fine. You can eat Thursday. That's how we are. I know. I starve myself on Wednesday. It's great. <laughs> and, I t- and I told uh, Mark that last night. Don't, you know, don't get too excited about dinners this week. Because you'll eat Thursday. Because that's what light. I always told the We're kids. Going light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not going to be uh, not going to be too heavy. Although, uh, as we're talking about our topics this morning, Thanksgiving apparently is uh, apparently that's bad now. So that's under attack. Uh, can't be celebrating Thanksgiving because that's a celebration of imperialism, and we can't have that. You know what? Too far. Trying to just suck the joy out of everything, but that's what they do. So there you go. A Republican report is sounding the alarm over woke military initiatives. Now, we've talked about this before in our military. I mean, when you're doing hours and hours and hours of training to train your soldiers to ask if they can kiss someone before they, you know, kiss them. I mean, that's I don't think that's what we're supposed to be teaching our soldiers. I think maybe we need to teach them how to fight. Anyway, we'll take a look at that story coming up in uh, in just a little bit. Disney's got some dramatic leadership changes coming. Probably not in the way that we would hope, but anyway. Um, apparently, the Idaho student slangs, police are revealing uh, some individuals cleared in that. Um, but have you captured who did it now? That's the... That's the problem. And then a professor who challenged COVID lockdowns is saying that academic freedom is absolutely dead. Not really shocked by that headline. Uh, and now the new accusation with, um, with Musk move to reinstate Trump's Twitter is uh, one journalist is suggesting that it was Russian intelligence that played a role in that. So... There you go. I heard it was Vietnamese intelligence. <laughs> Vietnamese intelligence. Yeah. No. Hadn't heard that one. It's just interesting. It always circles around to the Russia thing. I feel like eventually. I need to bring my tinfoil hat sometimes in this morning. And that's the journalists that yeah. are doing it. I know. And then if they dare get close to the truth, Paul Pelosi, oh. then we just fire you and you have to go find a job somewhere else. So there's that. A lot of local news this morning that is just not good. Uh, more shootings in the area. Um, had some stabbings in the area. Uh, we'll catch you updated on all of that. And then, of course, we had the uh, memorial services over the weekend that um, that was talking about, you know, how on this day everybody is, uh, is a who. Liberty and Virginia Tech both uh, had... Uh, honoring their victims with uniform colors. And yeah, so thing. actually Virginia Tech was not planning to wear orange this season. And so if you go back and wa- if you watch the game, there's no nameplates on the jerseys. Ah, So okay. they literally had to rush midweek to get these jerseys together because they hadn't worn orange since last year, since first game of 2021. Mm-hmm. And they weren't planning on doing it this year. And so that that's actually like a really hard process because you have to make sure you have you know the roster oh, change, sure. especially with this coaching change. The roster changed so much, so you had to have all certain numbers, and you know it. It, it was definitely it was cool to see kind of uh, the solidarity that came um, up 
bunch of schools across the country wore UVA helmet stickers. I saw it in Ohio State's game. Yeah. I saw it in a multitude of games across the country because, of course, I was watching a bunch of them. Of course you were because that's what you do. Hey. I was not doing that. You were having a ball. I was getting my Christmas on big time. You were in like maybe the only happy part of Tennessee this past weekend. <laughs> uh, I was so happy in Tennessee. Because the rest of it was not. Was not very happy. Well, well it was until Saturday night. Well, I will, I will say we went down. Um, we had a, a cabin way up. On the in the in the mountain, it was a little further up than we. It was the rocky top, rocky top. Oh, good lord! Um, and my friend Lori, who was driving, was like, "Are we sure this is right? This road isn't very wide, and there aren't any little, um, you know, like the railings on mm-hmm. the side." It was it was interesting, uh, but yeah, we went to the Titanic Museum, which is just fascinating, um, and and it's interesting that the man who uncovered all that about the Titanic decided to open a museum in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. But they've done such a great job. Right now, they're honoring the Jewish passengers that were on the Titanic, which I didn't know there were quite so many uh, Jewish passengers on there. They had their own chef and everything. But to go in there and see, I I mean, they they show you everything. They show you exactly how the ship looked. Uh, They've redone the, the Grand Staircase so you can see what that was like. Uh, the rooms are are redone. You see the china that they served on, um, and it just does a great job telling the story. Of course, you go in and you're assigned a passenger, mm-hmm. and so you start trying to figure out right away, am I going to survive or not? So I was like, well, I'm a woman and I'm in first class, so that you know, <laughs> so far so good. And there was a guy behind me, and he was like, crap, I'm a crew member. <laughs> You know I'm not going to make it. So you could see people reading their boarding passes, you know, figuring out what what's going to happen. So it was it was really sobering. They even have a part of the museum there where it's like you you're walking out of the ship. They have the temperature set exactly the way it was that night. And you can even put your hand in the water and see how cold the water was. When they went into the water. Now that is, um, like my hands started aching almost immediately, but it really makes you understand what they went through, what these people went through. So it was, that was a great experience. We enjoyed that. Did you, uh, did you ask someone to paint you like a French girl? What? Didn't, isn't that in that movie? Oh, I don't know. Paint me like, you know. Oh, 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 yes. Of course you would remember that part. No. Did you see if I went, but you know, the first thing I'd do if I went. Uh, yeah, I'm king of the world. Uh, there was a lot of that going on, <laughs> for sure. First thing. They did have the costumes and things from the movie, because it was like the anniversary of the movie. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of costumes and things like that. Anyway, it's definitely worth taking in if you go. And then, of course, we went to see the Stampede, and that was fantastic. And, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Got some Christmas shopping done. It was it was good. And, of course, it's so lit up and beautiful there. There are so many Christmas lights there in uh, Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg. Uh, my our only problem was I've been there before. Laura never had been, and so there were so many things she didn't get to see, but it was still worth the trip, and it was a lot of fun. So not everyone had the kind of Christmas experience we had this weekend. There was also that story out of, um, uh, was it North Carolina? No, New York, where the child was, was hit by a, um, a truck during a Christmas parade, and um, and then apparently there was one 
in Raleigh, North Carolina. Guys, we've, we've got these parades coming up. You have got to watch your children and make sure that they're not, you know, stepping out when they, when they, you know, shouldn't be. Um, but that, I know there was one in, in Raleigh and that's just really sad when you see things like that, but we've got a lot of parades coming, coming up and we certainly want people to have a good time. Um, but it's just a it's just a sad day. So I thought I knew there was one in in New York. I didn't know there was one in Raleigh. What are the odds of that? Hmm. Okay. All right. We've got your uh, local headlines coming up. Uh, Kimberly McBroom going to be sharing those with us, getting us updated on all the things going on in the uh, the uh, southern region. We've got our uh, Roanoke and Lynchburg. Uh, Pulaski man is being charged after being found uh, with a 17-year-old that was missing. Uh, shots fired and an arrest made in Parisburg. And then Danville Police is hosting its annual Thanksgiving food giveaway. All that is coming up here on The Morning Jam. time for your morning jam weather brought to you by wdbj7 well happy monday it is a bitterly cold start this morning temperatures in the teens and low 20s we're going to warm up into the upper 40s and low 50s this afternoon under plenty of sunshine not as cold stepping out the door tuesday morning we'll see overnight lows generally into the 20s area wide and even warmer by tuesday afternoon we'll see highs in the low to mid 50s under a mostly sunny sky even warmer by wednesday and currently in the Lynchburg area, uh, we have 22 degrees in clear skies, 24 in Bedford, 24 in Roanoke, 21 in Danville, 24 in Amherst, and 22 in Appomattox. Yeah, you definitely need to bundle up this morning. I almost froze on my way to my car. <laughs> Just walking to your car. That's when you wish you had one of those automatic starters. I don't have that. You have a mark. Uh, oh, well, I do. I do have that, but he has a broken leg. so That is true. <laughs> there is that. So, but he would still go out and start it if I asked him to. Although it doesn't stop him from, you know, doing pretty much everything uh, that he probably shouldn't be doing. So that's okay. Well, it is the week of Thanksgiving. It is my most favorite holiday. And this week, millions of Americans are going to be celebrating with family and friends, eating a good meal, watching some football, but there is a creeping vilification of the popular holiday spreading across media outlets and, you guessed it, schools, claiming that Thanksgiving is not about being thankful for what you have and survival and the beginning of a, a new country. It's about genocide and imperialism. Why is it some people feel the need to just suck the joy out of absolutely everything? The Saturday before Thanksgiving, MSNBC, shocker, featured Native American activists to criticize the holiday. 
Instead of bringing stuffing and biscuits, those settlers brought genocide and violence, he said. The year before, in 2020, A.M. Joy had a similar theme. I know several people who call it Colonizer Christmas because they don't really like the idea of what Thanksgiving represents. This mindset has also taken hold on college campuses. Bernard College sent an email to all students telling them as they headed to break, Happy Turkey Week. Thanksgiving is complicated. We urge you not to forget this holiday commemorates genocide and American imperialism. Wow. In 2019, the New Yorker connected the very existence of Thanksgiving to historical evils in American history, glorifying the endurance of white pilgrim founders diverted attention from the brutality of Jim Crow and racial violence and downplayed the foundational role of slavery. How did they work slavery into Thanksgiving? Wow. All right. Uh, A character on the long-running drama Grey's Anatomy insisted in a 21 episode that Thanksgiving isn't really a holiday we should celebrate. There's no actual evidence Native Americans were even invited to the feast. I think they cared more about being colonized and having their land stolen than mashed potatoes. (sighs) All right. I just laugh at this stuff. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we were taught that the settlers did make friends with some of the Indians. And what I was taught in school was the pilgrims were literally saved by the Indians. Had they not taught them their ways, had they not taught them how to survive, then they they wouldn't. Uh, Melanie Kirkpatrick is a, a senior fellow at the Hudson Institute and author of the book, Thanksgiving, the holiday at the heart of American experience. When it comes to education and Thanksgiving, elementary schools are doing better. Native Americans are correctly presented as vital participants in the 1621 feast, without whose help the pilgrims might not have survived. That's what I was taught. So I agree, and that's what I was taught too. So if if this wasn't true, and this is, let's say this story that created the holiday is a fable, similar to like fables that you would read in elementary school, well, it did teach a really good lesson about unity and helping helping one out. And right. Why Overcoming your differences yes, and, and wh- not just being big ogres. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you want to keep that? <laughs> like, even if it's not technically, technically true, it's like, again, yes, it got embellished because that's how history happened. Basically, all history since is, is embellished based you know cuz mm-hmm. their documentation wasn't you know that ideal back then well i mean it was definitely told by the it from was, the point of view yes. of whoever was writing it for sure compared to like now today everything's on a phone and can get recorded and you don't need a and it's still inaccurate yeah i mean that's what's amazing yeah. is you only get one part of the picture and you don't realize that there's other things going on behind i mean that's what's really interesting yeah. is that even even now it's a good point which is why it was so important that you had people you could trust documenting history back in the day um i i just it well it's not going to stop me no one's taking my day off from work and my food and my football well and for some of us it is just about angry time, time with family with with the family and yeah 
I, I meant that too. <laughs> did, did you? Yes. Are you sure? I promise I did. And the and the whole idea though that they know I love them that we are getting away from the the idea of just being thankful, being thankful for what we have, being thankful for the blessings that we've been given. Um, it's just another sign, I guess, of where the country's going. Uh, we're going to sit around and gripe about it instead of... And you know there's going to be somebody at somebody's dinner table that's going to start up this conversation. Thankfully, it will not be mine, but somebody is going to do something about it. I don't know. Uh, Disney has announced some changes. Bob Iger... Is back. He's back, baby. I mean, he retired for a year and the whole thing just went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, on Sunday night, they made the stunning announcement that he is being reinstated to replace the current CEO. So he's returned as chief executive after less than a year. The company board announced his stunning return and said Bob Chappick, who succeeded in 2020, has stepped down from the position. The board has concluded that as Disney embarks on an increasingly complex period of industry transformation, Bob is uniquely situated to lead the company through this pivotal period. You think? Mm-hmm. Now, I wonder I wonder what he's going to do to undo this mess that's been going on. I mean, this guy has made such a mess of things. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, says Mr. Iger has the deep respect of Disney's senior leadership team, most of whom he worked closely with until his department and departure. He's greatly admired by Disney employees worldwide, all of which will allow for a seamless transition. We will see. We shall see. I wonder how much they had to pay to get him back. Probably a lot. I would have done it for way less. His, would you now? Yeah, I would have just had a couple of requirements. Like, basically, you know, I get to Anchor Sports Center once a week or something like that. Pretty so, sure you wouldn't have time to do that if you were receive. Uh, I'd have to make a requirement. So I'd say I accomplished all my goals in life and then I can just do whatever. He's been very gracious about the whole thing, uh, saying he's honored to be back. Uh, under his previous tenure, they acquired Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilms, 21st Century Fox, and he oversaw the launch of Disney Plus. Um, he yeah, returned after Disney posted a lower than expected result for its fiscal for fourth quarter. And you know why? It's because of the stupid wokeism. I'm just saying, like he got so much. He's getting so much money right now. I bet you, he yeah, he's happy to be back. Well, he better he better stem the tide on some of the wokeism that's going on there because that is not gonna. That's not boding well. And and look, I, I didn't like getting rid of Disney Plus. There were a lot of people that didn't like getting rid of Disney Plus, but they did it. So I haven't, but that's also because I have a bundle. No morals. Oh, no. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. No, I have the Hulu. No self-respect. ESPN. Well, I get my ESPN Plus 2 through it, so it's like, and Hulu, gotcha. I have the bundle. And so that's I what don't, they're counting on. I don't, I, I like my sports. Bundling it up. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. 
Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and making sure that they keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Today is National Stuffing Day. So I thought, what better recipe to give you than a stuffing recipe? And I'm going to tell you some of my tips for what I think makes the perfect stuffing. Now, whether you start with a nice bag of the Petridge Farm, uh, you know, regular just bread stuffing, or if you want to start with your own bread that you dry out yourself, uh, either way, you do you. Uh, we're going to start by preheating the oven to 350 degrees, and then in a large pot over medium heat, you're going to put in your butter and let it melt. Then you're going to add in your onion and celery. Now, this is what I think is, is key to making the perfect stuffing. I put my onion and my celery in my Cuisinart, and I absolutely pulverize it until it's almost liquidated. And then I put it into my broth. Now, if you still want to have chunks, a few chunks of celery and onion in your stuffing, you can cut up some and put it in there. But I'm telling you, if, you, if you'll trust me and just really pulverize that and make it a part of that uh, chicken stock and those herbs that you put in there, it's going to blow your mind. It's going to be so good. Uh, after you get that in there in the butter, you're going to add in your poultry seasoning, your thyme, your sage, your salt, your pepper, and uh, your chicken stock. Then after you get all that incorporated, you're going to put your dry cube breads into a large bowl, pour that chicken stock over it, and uh, fold the ingredients together. And you want it to be super moist. You don't want it to have a standing liquid. If it seems a little bit dry, you can add more chicken stock to it but you you definitely want it to be wet but not absolutely soaked then spray your 9 by 13 inch bake dish with non-stick cooking spray spread the stuffing evenly into the prepared dish and bake it for 60 minutes until it's uh, very golden brown on the top and then remove it from the oven you can top it with some fresh parsley if you like and then serve it up immediately um, it's if you'll do what I tell you, I'm telling you, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Your whole family will love it, and I doubt that you'll have any leftovers with it. Uh, check out the recipe by going to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. It's brought to you by f Market, where their meats are cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. FNL Market will have you holiday ready as they celebrate Thanksgiving with some great deals. Spiral smoked hams are $2.48 a pound. Whole country hams sliced free are $4.29 a pound. Save on whole boneless pork loins, $2.69 a pound. And beef bottom round roast are $3.98 a pound. In the produce section, save on North Carolina sweet potatoes, just $0.59 cents a pound. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at FNL Market. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Good 
Good Monday morning to you. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. Definitely going to want to bundle up as you head out this morning. Temperatures in the 20s. Doesn't look like that's going to be going up anytime soon. Even the critters were moving a little bit slower this morning, as you might expect. Uh, So we're getting more details out of that tragic story out of Raleigh, North Carolina. The Raleigh Police Department is investigating the incident involving a float hitting a child who was part of a parade in North Carolina on Saturday. According to the police, the preliminary investigation indicates that about 10.14 a.m., the driver of the vehicle in the parade lost control uh, near the intersection of Hillsborough and Boylan Avenue, It traveled at a low rate of speed, striking a female child. The um, person driving the float was from Goode, Virginia. Vehicle was occupied by three people and was towing a float with numerous participants. The child was, of course, seriously injured uh, and despite life-saving efforts by medical personnel, uh, did die uh, from her injuries. According to police, no other prey parade participants or spectators were injured the uh young man from good was 20 years old his name is landing glass and uh, according to police he was interviewed and uh, cooperated and was charged with misdemeanor death by motor vehicle careless and reckless uh, improper equipment unsafe movement carrying a firearm and a parade and the victim's family has asked for privacy uh, during, well, what is a very tragic time. I did not know the young man was from Good, but he was. So uh, it's going to be breezy and chilly. It looks like uh, temperatures are going to continue to be that way throughout the week. I had had hopes that maybe we would be able to, you know, enjoy my outdoor covered area nope. on Thursday. That's not going to happen. What's the high on Thursday? Can you look that up? Yes. And see what the high is. Yeah, that was my in my head. You know, you always have these visions of what things are going to look like in your in your head. And I fifty eight. Fifty eight is the high. That's for Lynchburg. Yes. Okay. Well, that's probably not going to be warm enough, huh? And then we got rain back half of this weekend. No. This weekend. Well, so. I'll be inside decorating anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's all hey, good. Get excited though. Yeah. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. High of sixty two. Oh, boy. Downright balmy. I don't think so. Hey, we got the uh, lots of races coming up this weekend. Uh, Humankind has their race. Turkey the, Trot. The Turkey coming Trot up. is going to be uh, going on. Now, can you still, can you still I get believe that? you can still sign up. Let me text Ed and I can And see if you check. can still sign up. I know we had some uh, reduced registrations on uh, Insane was, Radio. Or, or for the Star was, City. Oh, that was sorry. Oh, my bad. That was this past weekend. Uh, but I think you can still register for that. It shouldn't be too late. Yeah, yet. and you can do it virtually. I know you can do it at home. You can do it. There's like three different options they that give you. That you can participate. So if you're in the Lynchburg area, you'd want to take that one in. And then if you're in the Roanoke area... Uh, the Roanoke Rescue Mission, their largest annual fundraiser, the Drumstick Dash, is going to be uh, coming up on Thanksgiving. And that's going to help serve over 200,000 meals annually to those in need. So if you're you know, wanting to take one in there in the Roanoke area, uh, you can do the, the Drumstick Dash or you can do the Turkey Trot. And I'll bet you there's one in Danville, too. Don't you bet? I would bet. Probably. Uh, that you can take in. And that's become a real 
you know, tradition for a lot of people. Danville also has a turkey trot 5K. That's kind of fun. Uh, if you, I, I'm too busy cooking. I have no time to trot unless I'm trotting to the kitchen. Uh, oh, my knee, my knee injury's flaring up. <laughs> You're so full of it. <laughs> Your knee hasn't flared up. So you've got the turkey trots in, in Danville and in Roanoke and then the drumstick, I mean in Lynchburg and then the drumstick dash in the Roanoke area. So lots of things to take in. What are you doing this Thanksgiving? Are you staying home? Are you traveling? Uh, I will say the drive on Friday was a little bit hectic. It was uh, 81 was a little bit crazy. I uh, do not yesterday I do okay. not miss 81. I will tell you that. That it, was my drive to school, and I do not mm-hmm. miss it. Two it's a lanes, crazy. Two lanes forever, and you have to, uh, you know, and you'll sometimes get trapped, like, behind one one tractor trailer at 60, what, like, 61, or passing a tractor trailer at 59, and you're like, all right, let's go. Johnny's headed to Clarksville. Okay. The last train to Clarksville. I like it. Uh, I've got about 25 people coming over to my house. You'll be heading up to the Richmond area. I will be I heading guess. home Wednesday as soon as I'm done here. I want to know who's cooking. Hokey and I coming. And home. what are you cooking? What are you cooking, Renee? Stuffing apparently with uh, with with her. Uh, so 25. So it's what all the kids? Uh, well, it's my my sister and her family, ah, okay. and then it just uh, got the neighbors coming. Um, got Miss Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann's coming. Oh, Ruth Ann's party. coming to my house for Thanksgiving. How blessed am I? You are very blessed. Party at your house. I know. So, yeah, Ruth Ann's coming uh, to my house. So, I've got I've got some special guests coming in. Pressure's on. Got to get it right. Uh, I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> I believe you can do it. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to be checking in with Bill Trefiero. He'll be... Uh, He'll be there from our Roanoke News Desk getting us updated on all the things going on in the area. He does a great job. Of course, CBS News is going to be coming up as well. And we've been talking about some of these uh, headlines. We have a, a GOP underdog who is talking about his victory and how that took place. Talking about how people are just fed up right now. Um, he's a, a newly elected representative in New York. That doesn't happen very often. Uh, he, he did uh, very well, and we're going to hear from him in our next hour. He says that folks are just fed up in New York with one-party rule, and he says that's responsible for why he did so well. And uh, yeah, So he said, I want to meet Ruth Ann. Well, everybody just come over to my house. Just let me know how many people to cook for. I'm careful, okay. careful. <laughs> hey, we may have to use that outdoor porch after all. Maybe. And the, the people you really don't want there, send them outside and they'll freeze them out. <laughs> well, there is that. Uh, we also have in the next hour, we'll talk about, you know, UVA has been through so much. And then they started getting threats over the memorial service. Did you see that? I are getting email I saw, yeah. threats. What on earth is wrong with people? So they really had to had to tighten that up uh, as they started getting those threats. We'll take a look at that story uh, as well. I I just wish people could calm down and just enjoy each other and life in general. But it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of that 
going on. Also, Chief Zudema made uh, some announcements this weekend in regard to the increased level of uh, just threats and danger in the Hill City area. And his comments were there's basically a complete disregard for human life going on right now. He says it won't be tolerated. I hope he's right. And I hope we see a decrease in some of that. But it's happening everywhere, looks like. All that's going to be coming up in our next hour. We'll have some more lighthearted things as well as we kick off your Thanksgiving week here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose, Trey in this morning. Hope you're having a great Monday. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.